tonight on the show, two very confused girls discuss 70s porn stars, blood-sucking power drills, and why Canadians are just nicer people than all of us. The movie is Rabid. My guest is Hillary. This is Manic Movie Monday. I ache for the touch of your lips, dear, but much more for the touch of your whips, dear. You can raise welts like nobody else as we dance to the masochism tango. We are confused. (laughs) This is a confusing movie. The plot of Rabid is as follows. Surgery leaves a Montreal motorcyclist with a blood-sucking appendage in her armpit. Soon, she has an insatiable taste for human blood. That is the plot of this movie. Does that even remotely connect with what you watched? (laughs) My biggest issue is that that is not what Tubi told me. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. that's great. Okay, see, this is fantastic. Now I need to know what fuck Tubi said. <laughs> Tubi's definition was a motorcycle accident leaves one woman with a thirst for blood. Okay, so that makes it sound like it's a vampire movie. Right, And but then it looks, you know, picturesque of zombies... In uh, the bottom. Yes, it does. Yes, so it does. I was just like, okay, like vampire kind of zombie. One leads into the other. I get maybe we're just trying to mesh genres, but the whole has an appendage in her armpit. Nobody told me till like eighty percent of the movie was done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, good. Okay, so for the record, that yeah, by the way, so our host, our our guest tonight is Hillary. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. <laughs> In case you haven't figured that one out. Um, yes. The, yeah, and that's kind of my problem with all Cronenberg movies is that I like them, but I cannot explain them to someone. Like, I can't just be like, oh, yeah, it's this movie and this girl and she's got this thing under her arm and it makes her want to eat people, but she's not really eating people. And it's not a zombie movie necessarily because these people can be killed. It's more like a virus movie. But it's she's got like a weird thing under her arm, and it kind of looks like an anus, but it also kind of looks like a dick at the same time. It's like a it's like an anus, cock anus, a cock anus. Just <laughs> a cock anus. Yeah, she's got a cock anus underneath her arm, and um, I explained it. I was just like, I think she's a scorpion. Oh, <laughs> that's a way better of a of a explanation. Uh, uh, better than cock anus. <laughs> yeah, okay. cock, better than cock anus. I like, I like cock. That's good. I like that. That's way better. Yeah. Once they finally showed us like what was happening, you know. Uh huh. My old man walked in and he was like, "What are you watching?" And like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, she she hugs and it's bad and it's bad. And then you you definitely see the anus, and I went, uh, I think she's a scorpion. And he went, oh, okay, enjoy that. <laughs> right? And then he's like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's right? So did you know anything about the star of the movie? I knew she was a porn star. Okay. Well, <laughs> Who does not know Marilyn Chambers. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that pretty much saves this card, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even have to really explain anything to you at this point. She was famous because when she was 17, she was on the cover of the Ivory Snow uh, 
box, which was the um, the detergent before detergent. It was because they didn't have like wet detergent back then. It was just like these little snowflakes or whatever. She's on the cover holding the baby. She has like blonde hair and she was chosen out of, you know, a bunch of other blonde angelic looking models. Anyway, she did that when she was 17. Yeah, she's when, gorgeous. I mean, she's oh, yeah. absolutely Absolutely fucking so stunning. So when she turned 19, she moved to San Francisco and she auditioned for a movie called Behind the Green Door. And she got the part. And uh, when the movie was about to come out, she told the producer, she's like, oh, by the way, I'm on the cover of the Ivory Snow Box. So I don't know if this is going to like help y'all or hurt y'all or whatever. And they were like, are you kidding me? And, you know, and then they used it to their advantage. They had sure. like actual promos with her holding boxes of ivory snow over her breast. Right. You know, so, so it was, it ended up being, you know, a good, uh, a good thing. However, Procter and Gamble, when they found out that she had done the porn, uh, was like, nope, done. And, uh, you know, canceled her contract or whatever, but she went on to do, so she did this movie and then God bless her. I know, I know, <laughs> which she, she only did a few like mainstream type things. Like she did this and she did, um, she has a, a bit part in a Barbara Streisand movie called Owl and the Pussycat. And she did a few like Skinamax movies, you mm-hmm. know? And so like her porn career in quotes was very short. She only did like five actual porn films, but she was famous because she was on the ivory snow box. Huh. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like, you know, Linda Lovelace only did like three movies, right? right? But she's prolific. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's not, she's not, you know, the volume of her work, so to speak. You know, quality over quantity. Well, exactly, exactly. The rest of this cast is pretty much, you know, is, is pretty Canadian. Because yeah. it's a Canadian <laughs> movie. It's a Cronenberg movie. So. so let's see. When we open this movie... There is a Canadian man and his family, and they are driving, I guess, cross-country. You can tell that they're Canadian because he doesn't reach behind and just smack the shit out of the kids. Right. No, he does not do that. He doesn't. He's like, you know what? I am wrong. I am going to ask for directions, and I'm going to turn around. And you're like, yeah, that would never happen in the world. Yeah. <laughs> definitely There's not. Like absolutely. The 70s and 80s, for sure. New, new way. So they end up not looking where they're going. And I'm not really sure how this happens. Like, I know that I know that Rose and her boyfriend Hart in matching black leather. Yeah, like really like, hot. Like matching black leather. Um, flying down a straight shot. Yeah. Just straight shot and just <laughs> straight road. And just that's it. And yeah. there and then they, they crash into this this family's van. They end up there's there's no hospitals anywhere because I guess they're in the middle of the Quebec countryside, um, which is French Canada, and they end up going to. Well, a, thank God for Roof Lady. Right. How are you just going to skip over Roof oh, Lady? Okay, right. So <laughs> we flash. <laughs> thank yeah. you. We right, right. The real MVP <laughs> right, of this whole the movie. The star of the movie, in my opinion. The, the MVP of this movie. Um, we go to yes, we go to Roof Lady. <laughs> so let's see. Um, we flash to down the street, basically. There's a plastic surgery 
condo or resort or it, it, I cannot think what they actually call them at the very beginning of the movie when they're talking about it. But it's like they definitely say, "I don't want to be the Colonel Sanders of plastic surgery," which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thanks, Doctor Kelloy. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that little tidbit. Um, so, so at this plastic surgery place there are people recovering from plastic surgery and one of them happens to be a woman on the roof with a pair of binoculars, binoculars. and she sees the accident and then she tells everyone and they tell everyone and they tell she everyone. tells jogging kills oh jogging jogging kills guy. lloyd lloyd no lloyd isn't there yet it's oh, just some guy in a, it's just a dude with jogging jogging kills, kills Fantastic. and he's in a head I, brace i need that shirt yeah like now they were my yeah favorite characters i really wanted so much backstory on roof lady and jogging kills like i have like 20 lines of notes that's about that fantastic just about that that's just great that's that. great that's our favorite characters so <laughs> so she notices that there's been an accident they they alert everyone and uh dr kelloy decides that he's going to accompany them and and go and see what what all the ruckus is about and Hart, I guess, gets out with, like, broken ribs and a concussion. Rose is really fucked up. Like, yeah. just, she's going yeah, to she die. she flips over the bike, then the bike lands on her. Yeah. And then the van Something, explodes. Is fire? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, the van explodes over there, but it lands on her somehow. Yeah. But she's still gorgeous in her leather. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You know, Marilyn outfit Hammers. is totally fine, but underneath that outfit is nothing but a shit show. Nothing but a shit show. Absolutely. <laughs> she's got skin gone, you yeah. know, organs exposed. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So they, that leather saved her life. They get her right. <laughs> so they they get her into surgery, and here's where confusion starts for ninety percent of the population. And I'm saying this because I was watching this with someone who I consider very smart, and even he was like, I don't know what that word means. And then I asked my mom, who's a professor, and she said, even this is this is a testament to how my mother is. She goes, oh, that's a made up word. But I looked. <laughs> I looked it up on the internet. Morphogenetically, by the way, is a word. And basically all it means is to take the shape of. That's all it means. So what they are saying, I think, don't quote me on this, is that they are going to perform an experimental skin graft surgery on her internally, on her organs and on her skin, in order to make it grow back or whatever i mean that's what i took i okay okay like, great. that's what we got and i yeah. you know i watched it alone and i'm definitely not that smart oh you're very smart i was no. just like okay her skin from the outside that was saved by the leather and right she's beautiful saved by the leather. we should just that should really be the name of this movie yes yeah, saved, saved by, by leather, leather. <laughs> that would be so good and then, yeah, so they were going to take the skin off her freshly shaved thighs. Yes. And then they were going to, you know, slap that on the inside. And uh, she was going to be top notch. Yeah. And uh, as, as long as it takes. Exactly. So then a month later, Hart is recovering from whatever the fuck happened to him. Not much, really. And he he's, like, trying to see if he can see, you know, Rose or whatever. And Rose has been in a coma this whole time, Rose wakes up in the middle of the night screaming and a guy named Lloyd, 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 who is 
kind of creepy, but not as creepy. Like, he's kind of, like, you're... He's an odd he's duck. an odd guy. Yeah, no, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call... He's not rapey. He's not he, that guy. In fact, I think, it, if anything, Marilyn Chambers is more rapey in this movie than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, to, we'll get to Jacuzzi in a minute. Yeah, okay, but, yeah Lloyd was just like a very... Yeah, he's an odd duck that could have fallen into creeper category. But didn't. But didn't. But didn't. He was just a kindly Canadian that was trying to help her. Uh, so she wakes up and she, she goes to... Oh, and she, oh, let's add this. She's also naked. <laughs> yeah, she is. She Saved is by the leather. All kinds of naked. <laughs> she's naked. And she's like, you know, I'm so cold. Hold me. And Lloyd was like, oh, okay, I'll hold you. And there, there. And um, while she's holding him, this something, we don't really see, yeah, don't see it. Yeah, nothing happens. We don't see yeah. it. We she hugs just him. See that she hugs him, and, and it then... is the most sexual released hug. Yeah, of like, oh yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> and Lloyd is just like holding this naked and, woman, and in then the throws it back. And even <laughs> Lloyd's like, uh, yeah, yeah, this is weird. You made yeah. it weird. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. You really have made this you, very, you very kind of, awkward. You made this awkward. So he he breaks 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 free and goes away. And then it turns out that he has now a gaping wound on the side of his, like, this thing. Yeah, like, under, <laughs> like under his armpit. Under his armpit. Wherever cage she, area. Wherever she hugged him. Anyway, so Dr. Kelloid goes and checks him out and finds that there is no, there the blood is not clotting. Or is clotting? Wait. No, it wasn't clotting. No, the blood was not clotting and that he... You know, and he had no memory, had of, no what memory of it, so it's almost like she gives him a hug and it just blacks him out. Yeah, <laughs> so, so and it's bloody. It's a bloody it's sexual a release hug. Bloody sexual release hug, and uh, and he's just like, well, I, I mean, I'm good, you know. And they're like, oh, okay, all right, so we'll just leave you alone. Rose, meanwhile, okay, so I've been in mental hospitals before where you can't leave. Yes. But I'm guessing a plastic surgery per place, I guess you can just get up in the middle of the night and go to a farmhouse? Um, I have not had that experience. <laughs> I mean, cause she did, so, so she, Rose basically just gets up in the middle of the night, puts on a coat. Yeah. And where and she got that, I don't I don't remember. know. Yeah. And walks to the nearest farmhouse. farmhouse. With and no explanation of how long that takes. It's I'm upright. Here's my coat. Down the stairs. Yeah, she's down just the out. stairs. Yeah, and she's out. And she's... next scene is her like mounting mm-hmm. a cow. Yeah, yeah. So she she tries to she she does. The cow's just like laying there minding its own business, being and, a cow, just being a cow, doing cow things. And she tries to she does she tries to like you know feed on the cow. I guess. And uh, the cow's not not having it, and she ends up vomiting. Yeah, the cow. Yeah, the cow would not, uh, you know, satiate. Satiate. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, satiate. Yep. Yeah. So so she so she breaks she breaks free from the cow, and uh, and then introduce and and, 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 and then <laughs> and then creepy farmer guy comes in. Yeah, um, honey pass. You know, and so she decides that she's gonna assault him. So uh, she, <laughs> it's rightful, rightfully so. Fine. Yes, nobody missed that guy. So, so she, so she, so she gives him a you know a cr- crazy scorpion hug, 
And still, uh, nobody knows that she's a scorpion at this point. Right. I would like. To That's just, right. I'm just gonna keep throwing that. That really out. is a plot point that should have been I really mean, addressed. Hillary came up with this idea that she is in fact a scorpion. That's what <laughs> she is. She's not a vampire. She's not a zombie. She's not a typhoid Mary. She's literally a scorpion, mm-hmm. and that should be the yeah. movie. <laughs> Saved by That's the leather. Scorpion. The scorpion. scorpion. Yeah, it's awesome. So she she gets up and from her farmer goes she goes back to yeah. the hospital like yeah. nothing ever happened. Takes a nap. She does. She goes back, she takes a nap. Kelloid comes in and uh, and looks at her and she's And there's blood all and over there's her blood room all over her room. Lloyd. Yeah, the nurse is like, I don't know what happened, but uh I think yeah. he assaulted her in her sleep. Yes. Right, so the nurse is convinced, that's good, thanks for the reminder. Yes, the nurse is convinced that Lloyd basically just, like, sleep raped her. <laughs> and that's not the case, obviously. We saw that awkward exchange. Yeah, odd um, duck, not rapist. Yeah, just, not, just odd. That, just an odd guy. Just odd. Put that by Lloyd. Did not, you know, did, did not happen. But yeah, there's no, there's no real discussion of the fact that there's literally blood splattered everywhere mm-hmm. in this room. So, so even if he did sleep rape her then why is his blood every like like there needs to be a catalyst there should have been some kind of (laughs) you know what i mean like i don't know i feel like if you get sleep raped your assailant doesn't just leave blood smears around your room on the way out exactly It's, it's it's almost like if you do get sleep raped then most likely they're going to try and clean up their DNA. Right. You know, and that's just from my days of being, you know, a criminal justice major for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Whole hour. Whole hour we learned about DNA. Okay. Um, Anyway, meanwhile, her piece of shit boyfriend, um, who is really just useless in this film. Like, Hart is probably the most useless character. I really feel like he didn't really need to even be in this movie. (laughs) No, she should have been riding the bike by herself. By herself. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like, she should have just been... You yeah, know, riding out, the, riding, riding in the Quebec countryside, and yeah. and as our audience, this will be interesting for our audience to learn. But Hillary is a biker, so yeah. now are you now are you considered an ex biker or are you considered a like are you always a biker if you're a biker? <laughs> um, I am going to be a biker again. Okay, so I I'm right now uh, a poser. Oh, because okay. I, I got rid of the bikes, uh-huh. and but I still have like my Harley boots and I have my Harley attire, right. Sans Harley. Right. So I'm just a okay. poser right now, <laughs> but I am working actively towards the day when I am no longer a poser and I am a biker. You again. could actually be a biker again. Yeah, but okay. yeah, right now total poser. But it's total like, poser. Jump me outside. Like once fine. a biker, always a biker. Okay, all right. So. So she could have very well, Rose could have very well just been a biker. Anyway, so as far as I can tell in the plot of this movie, Hart is going to leave the hospital and is stopped by a guy who I think is the hospital's lawyer. His name is Murray. Oh, Murray. Nice Canadian guy. And (laughs) he apparently, they become besties like immediately. I mean, that happens sometimes when you're going to get your girlfriend from plastic surgery Because at first I thought, I was like, oh, they must know each That's what Pablo did. Pablo's like, oh, they know each other. I was like, no, they don't know each other. And then he gives him a ride Yeah, because there was no, like, initial greeting of, like, no, Murray. No. (laughs) Nice seeing you again. He's like, can I give you a ride into town? And he's like, sure. And then they, 
And then, and then later on, they have a conversation on the phone. So I'm like, okay, maybe at some point they developed a, a, you know, a relationship. Or once again, Canadians are just better people than we are. And they just, that's, they just bond. They just bond over maybe anything. Maybe when you move to Quebec, you just get people's phone numbers. It's like, here. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hi, here you go. Here's yeah. your list. Here's your list. <laughs> here's your, here's your phone list. Yeah. <laughs> You know, call around, get to know call your neighbors. Around. That's right. Here. You know, and this I don't person's know. good for honey. Maybe that's how it was in 77. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, so there's a lot of exchanges with Murray, but my personal favorite exchange with Murray is when Murray is watching cartoons with his little baby and he says, see, ketchup man loves potato man. <laughs> I've been trying to find that cartoon. I have no fucking clue what it. It must be a Canadian cartoon. Right. Because I can't find it. But I was like, Ketchup Man loves Potato Man. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rose is hungry again. Yeah, obviously. So she decides that she's going to go downstairs to the spa. Sure. Um, where I guess there's like a jacuzzi where people can relax, I guess. You know, jacuzzi is really big for the healing process. It is not a germ-filled cesspool right. that you should not be it's getting into so when you're cut open. And oh my god! Right? Definitely no. So More jacuzzis. So Rose encounters uh, Judy Glassberg, who's there for her third nose. Like she's she's had a bunch of surgeries, and she even says at the very beginning, she's like, "Daddy didn't like the other one." So, <laughs> She came back to get more plastic surgery. So she is... Judy is life goals. Just... Judy Judy is literally just enjoying her night, you know, in the the jacuzzi. When Rose decides to step into the jacuzzi with a nightgown on. Like a very long Long nightgown. nightgown. Like floor length length nightgown. That could pass for almost like, not cocktail hour, but like... The casual cocktail hour before cocktail hour, like yeah. the long get, like yeah, I don't absolutely. know what that's called. Nobody invites me to just those. getting but some hors d'oeuvres or something. Yeah, like yes, <laughs> the hors d'oeuvres, the hors d'oeuvres, yeah, the hors d'oeuvres gown. before so. you have to change for cocktail hour. That that's is right, totally what she's getting into the tub in. And she gets into this jacuzzi wearing this, and she's like, you know, and a champagne and, colored FYI. And it, yes, it is. It's very. They kind of go. I mean, I don't think they have to go out of their way to have Marilyn Chambers look see-through in anything. I right. mean, she's just fucking sex on a stick. She's so incredibly gorgeous. Um, but she, there's a lot of see-through action. There's a right. lot of transparent clothing. Um, and that nightgown, yeah. So she gets into the jacuzzi in a full-on nightgown. And, and Judy's out. And she's Judy's like, this like is yeah, weird. this is weird. I gotta go. And then um, she attacks her. She yeah. basically, she, that's yeah. it. So she attacks her and then. It's uh, another hug. Bye bye, Judy. Yeah. Um, and then we are uh, next. She calls Hart on the phone and she's still wet from the jacuzzi. Yeah. You notice yeah. that? She's like full on soaking wet. And I don't know what couch she's sitting on to make this Just phone call. One of the plastic surgery, the lounge The side. lounge, right? Because there seems to be a lot of lounges and a lot of um, writing desks in yes. this movie. Did you notice that? Where I thought, I saw the writing desk and I went, is that his, is that his room? And Pablo's like, no, I think that's just the hallway. And I was like, 
Why? Yeah. <laughs> Where else would you put a, write, uh, a writing desk? <laughs> a writing desk. Just in the middle of a hallway, which yep. looks like a hotel. It kind of totally looks like, looks that. like a hotel. It's got this like hotel look Thanks, to it. Thanks. Enjoy your stay. It's like, yeah. Love here you the go. Waltons. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, meanwhile, so she calls Hart, and the funny thing about it is, and the only reason I know this is because if it were humanly possible for someone to get a degree in a porn star, I would have a PhD in Marilyn Chambers. Uh, the song that's playing in the background... Because I'm a flower, yeah. and I'm so smooth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is Marilyn Chambers' hit, Benny Hanna. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I got nothing. I mean, yeah. I know that she, I know she had a record. I know that it was called Benny Hanna. And I know that that's the one that you hear in the background when Hart is working on a bike. I guess that's yeah. what he's doing because he's a, he's either a mechanic or he owns a garage. Yeah, no, he's definitely doing like bikeish stuff. But it's much more like, let's move the boxes. Like, he's yeah. not actually changing he's the air filter. He's not doing anything. He's just like, I'm going to change this air filter. Look at my box. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much, that's pretty much it. So she calls and she's like, you know, you got to help me. you got to help me. Come get me. And she's, he's just like, I don't Like, he's useless. Yeah. He is fucking useless. He's just like, oh, I guess you gotta stay there. Or I'm not going to pick you up. So, it's so he calls Murray. Nine. Yeah, right. obviously. Right. The next call is to He's, Murray. The next call is to Murray. He calls not Murray. Not to the hospital. Right. Not to the doctor. Right. Not to anyone else. Right. It's boy Murray that gave him a ride to town. Right. He calls Murray and he says, you know, something's going on with Rose over there. I don't understand. Why is she making phone calls in the middle of the night? Um, not suspicious at not all. Not suspicious at all. And Murray's like, people do things. And that yeah, was the, yeah. that's the end of that conversation. The end. The end. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Rose has uh, Dr. Kelloid come and check on her and she gives him a hug. Yeah. So Kelloid is infected. Kelloid decides to go and do a surgery while he's doing the surgery. Oh, might we add that he is uh, married to his nurse. Might I also add that... Every time that we go into the surgery center in the plastic surgeon uh, resort, uh, all I kept thinking was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, pink tile of the pink and, tile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept like waiting for Rocky to show right. up and, and like like let's Rocky time warp it. it. Yeah, right, right. I right. was so gloves. Yes, <laughs> make you shudder with Antissa. Patient. Oh my god. Yeah, that's all I kept waiting for. So really, what happened in those scenes? I didn't really watch because you were it way was Tim Curry on the yeah design of things. Yeah. right. I was like, he's gonna come. It's so, pink tile. That's right. Room. Any day now. Yeah, come on. So when they do get in there and he does do the surgery, the sight of blood free uh pretty much makes him just crazy. Crazy, and he cuts his wife's finger off and feeds on it. <laughs> Things considered, though, I really think that that was just a small cry for help. Because he's in a surgery room. Yeah. There's utensils everywhere. There's blood. He's, you know, the name of the movie is Rabid. Right. So, like, there's so many worse things that he could have done besides just, like, nicked off the top of a finger and, like, eaten it like a Vienna sausage. And he did. He really went to town on that finger. Um, So then they threw... I was let down by that scene. They threw threw Dr. Calloid into um, a van with, like, bars, basically. Um, And now... Problem solved, really. Now, 
the newest side effect with this weird form of rabies that they see is now that they're now foaming at the mouth. Yes. So, and it's like green foam. It's not like white foam. It's like total green foam. So. Sea foam green. Sea foam green. (laughs) See? Oh, oh, okay. Did you love when Hart went to the hospital to check on Rose and the cop goes, (laughs) we got a girl downstairs. She, we didn't, uh, is we, what, is it her name Rose? We didn't ask her. <laughs> and he's like, well, can I see her? Sure. And yeah. he goes downstairs and it's the dead body of Judy Glasper. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking serious? Like they couldn't have just been like, uh, we got a dead body. Uh, it could be your girlfriend. We're not sure, but. It's just really. Surprise. See, it's, yeah. It's this girl and we put her in a freezer. Yeah. <laughs> Where else would she go? I mean, it was like, just dead body in a freezer. Okay. And it's like, no, that's not Rose. Okay. But Rose has escaped. She is fucking done. She's going to crisscross the Canadian countryside looking for some... Well, they, they looked at her armpit by now, right? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. already... Okay. Okay. So we've seen... Now, at this point, when they finally do show what's going on in her armpit... Oh, yeah. It's it, when she hugs Keloid. Yeah. She, when yes. she hugs Keloid, Keloid can see that she has... Uh, yeah. It's an like anus. A, an anus. In her armpit. In her armpit. And it's then in. a stinger comes out of it, and it makes, like, that squelch noise. Yeah. 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 It's exactly like that. Because uh, prior to this, the what I had, you know, written down to keep everything straight was, what in the actual fuck is hurting people? <laughs> until you saw the penis. Until, the, until the, I saw a, anal, the anal penis. The anal cock. <laughs> anal cock. <laughs> in her armpit. All right. Well, then we are... And I was like, oh, she's a scorpion. Okay, so she, I'm back in. So what are we doing? <laughs> So she's crisscrossing Canada, and she meets my favorite character. Mm-hmm. My favorite character is Smooth Eddie. Yeah. Smooth Eddie, the trucker, once again, nice as can be. Not rapey, not bad, not even remotely, like, handsy. He's just like, oh, he's like, you come, do you want a ride? I can give you a ride. Would you like some of my sandwich? Yeah. Here, have some of my sandwich. Oh, it's making you vomit because you're a blood-sucking, crazy, suck, you know, succubus power, whatever. Like, okay, well, I'm going to hold your hair back on the side of the road. Like, <laughs> Smooth Eddie could not be nicer. Yeah. <laughs> he is a nice, really nice person. And so when Rose decides to go hug him, hug him, yeah. it's like, it's kind of heartbreaking. It's like, man, of all the people that didn't deserve this. You know, I mean, I mean, Grant, we're going to come up on someone that definitely didn't deserve this later. But that was just like, oh, man, Smooth Eddie. Smooth Eddie is infected and ends up infecting other truckers, basically. Or, But we see that. Like, that's more like an off-camera kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's like a, oh, hey, by the way, in case you were wondering, this is happening right. over here. Over but here. Now back to the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so see, Smooth Eddie has hidden behind these boxes. Yeah. And we don't know what's wrong with him. But, you know, and then I think the guy's like, well, we're not running it whatever he said, daycare center or something like that. And then, and then I guess smooth Eddie, you, you know, know, infects, infects the, other people. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so Let's get it going through the truck stop pipeline. Yeah. So, so everybody at this point, the news is out that there is a rare strain of rabies. Yes. That is, has taken over and now they're looking to give people rabies vaccines. Yeah. And if you get vaccinated, you get a card. Does this sound familiar to anybody? (laughs) (laughs) And there's a moment 
where one of the cops is going to get vaccinated and he says those vaccines are terrible i'll take my i'll, I'll take my chances with the virus yeah ah! i was like oh this is timely <laughs> holy shit man um so they tell people just basically you know stay in your homes and quarantine <laughs> quarantine get toilet paper yeah all don't, of it. Don't buy don't all of it off the shelves immediately Meanwhile, um, a very interesting thing happens. Marilyn Chambers, i.e. Rose, Rose decides she's going to go to a porno theater. Yeah. Loved this scene. Okay. So here was what's funny. So she's, I love this because she just, it's very natural and it's very casual. Yeah. So one, I didn't know that Quebec or, or that part of Canada, whatever that is, like had sort of a 42nd street to it because that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like we were watching Basket oh, Case it? again. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, I just, oh, okay. I, I just know that this it. movie <laughs> is 100% shot right. in Canada. So I was like, So oh. it could have been like a real movie theater that they just <clears throat> made into a Jack Shack. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Very. I feel like Quebecians. Probably. So Marilyn Chambers sits down in a crowded adult theater. Let's, let's, this is not a like sparsely populated porn theater. There is a lot of people in this porn theater. Yeah, there was a comfortable like 30, 35 men just hanging. Just hanging out. Because then I looked again and I was just like, yeah, no women. No, no women. She's the only woman. So she sits down and then um, great value Mitch Pileggi comes in and decides that he's going to like bump into her. And then she's like, oh, I thought you bumped into me on purpose. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, I just bumped into you looking for my coat. I'm sorry. And she's like, I really like these films, but I don't want to be bothered. (laughs) Which is really funny, right? So, So he's like, well, he's like, if I sit next to you and put my coat there, no one will bother you. you. (laughs) And I was like, that's that. It's like porn theater logic. Yeah. I mean, it made total sense to me. Yeah. I was like, all right, I get it. Sure. Why not? So he sits down next to her and um, it looked like she was going to give him a hand job, but in fact, it was just the crazy you know, scorpion, scorpion hug. Yeah, yeah, scorpion hug. So she scorpion hugs him and... Uh, oh, yeah, because he... Didn't he... Yep. It wasn't just like, I would like to share my tub of popcorn. Oh, the tub of popcorn. Yeah, the tub of popcorn trick where you put your willy in the bottom of it. <laughs> there was a whole thrust motion on the other end of that oh, the microphone. Oh, the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. I was cheering for that, actually. I was just like, oh. Oh, that's what's going to happen. And then, uh, and anyway, she, she she does. She scorpion mouth. She scorpion yeah. mouth hugs yeah. him. No, she scorpion hugs him. And then, and then that's it. So yeah. he's, he's done. So now the whole Jack Shack is infected. Yeah. And what? Pretty much all of Canada at this point is is infected. So Rose decides to go to the mall because that makes sense. Well, I mean, you need new shoes after you've been hugging everyone. I'm guessing she was just on the prowl for more blood. Right. Because she sits there and then then a guy who's basically dressed like Robin Hood Mm -hmm. sits down next to her and offers her a cigarette and then she doesn't have a light or he doesn't have a light. So he goes over to get a light and then somebody... Is rabid in the in the mall. I'm not sure who it was. Well, it wasn't that guy. It yeah. was somebody else. 
Meanwhile, Canada's become, like, under martial law at this point. Yeah. So it's just, it's wall-to-wall cops with Uzis, or whatever they're called over there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they've got... Muskies. You know. What, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But they're... The Canadian police with their muskets. They have, they have guns. And they notice that there's this rabid guy in the mall, and they just start... Open, open fire. fire. Yeah. Now, also, it's Christmas well, time yeah. Yeah. because Santa is there seeing children, and I swear to God, these cops go in and they fucking just mow, mow down everyone down, everyone, including nope. Santa. Santa yeah. is dead. Yeah. That's it. Spoiler. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, guys. Yes. Spoiler alert: Santa dies. Speaking of upsetting things, because you thought that that was going to be the most upsetting thing in this film. Oh no, it's not. <clears throat> so apparently, Murray and Hart end up in a car again together. Yeah. Uh, they're best friends. I, yeah, they're besties. BFF so for life. right, I don't know. So Murray says to Hart, "Listen, um, find Rose, pick her up, bring her back to the house, yeah. and you guys, you know, shelter in place with us, and it'll mm-hmm. be cool." And he's like, "Okay, cool." And he goes, "He." he him his car. Yeah. He does. He's basically like, drop me off at my house, yeah. and then you go pick up Rose. Was there any explanation given as to why he could not go pick up Rose? Because I cannot think of one as to why he couldn't go, but he was like, yeah, no, here, my new best friend, you go get her. Right. And bring her to me. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, nothing comes no, to mind. Like, no. that's just not explained of just, like, why the boyfriend can't. Oh, no, 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 no. Remember, no, no, no. Because he goes to drop... Um, he goes and drops Murray off at his house, mm-hmm. and then Murray says, "Take my car and you go get Rose." Oh, I'm backwards. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he goes. So so okay. So so you know. So Murray goes in the house and he's like, "Honey, you know," and like, "Are you here, honey?" Oh, yeah. oh, the '70s God. wallpaper. I know. The '70s wallpaper. The the first the, person camera angle. The curtain. You know the oh everything is just it looks so bad. So anyway, Murray goes upstairs and uh, spoiler alert. Long story short, uh, his wife has eaten his baby. Yeah, she's the baby's. So then the wife pops out of the closet. Hi. Hi. <laughs> attacks him and Murray's gone. So Murray, baby, wife, done. At this point. I actually loved that scene. That when the baby really, yeah. you're so sick. <laughs> I was like, I was impressed that they did it. Oh, that they went there. Yeah, that's the seventies, though, man. We we could kill kids back right? in the seventies yeah. on, like, on film, and that was totally fine. Yeah, that's the nope. Yeah, not just, the, I just watched Piranha I'm not the like other day. Pro eating babies. No, I would like to I know. Put that out let's there. let's like yes, let's yeah. we're gonna put it out there. <laughs> That, that the folks at Triple M, as well as Hillary, yeah. uh, do not advocate eating do babies. Do not condone eating babies. If you think you're going to eat a baby, baby, call somebody you need to call somebody. like Murray. Right. He will help. You he not knows what eat it's your like. baby. Yeah. Please don't to eat not baby. eat your baby. Yeah. Don't bring it to a fire station. Do not That's, eat your baby. You know, the more you know. The more you know. Ooh, ding, okay. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. So, Rose. <laughs> That's great. It's fucking dead anyway. So, oh, that's right. Rose has a friend. She was my favorite character. Mindy. 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 I I really thought Mindy was going to kill it. I had such high hopes for Mindy. Like the glasses and the look. Like I I was just like, all right, so she's going to solve the puzzle. I thought so too. She showed up like Velma. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She totally showed up like Velma. 
So, so Mindy is a friend that Rose uh, apparently knew in the city and decided she was going to go stay with. And Mindy was nice enough to let her come and stay and basically go through weird, uh, rabid withdrawals in her bathroom. Yeah. Um, Good friend. And great friend. I mean, like, taking care of her mm-hmm. and, and, you know, wet washcloth on the face. Yeah. And, and just very sweet and totally doesn't blink, you know, twice when she's like, I need to go out. And, okay, I'll go yeah, with you. Sure. And it's just like, no, 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 I'm going to a porno theater and you yeah. need to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll be back. Which would have been weird. But, um, <clears throat> Missy... Is it weird to go to a porno theater with a girlfriend? I don't know. In the 70s? Like, Probably not. Right? No. I was just like, I feel like no. that totally would have been totally fine. Nope. And in fact, what's funny is I sent you a YouTube video of yep. Marilyn Chambers on some sort of, like, Good Morning America, America type show yeah. in the 70s. And I swear to God, guys, the attitude towards her was like she was a celebrity. Yeah. Like, they were like, you know, I mean, you have sex with people on camera. What's that like? You yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. not, there was nothing... Um, they were not like against her. They were not judging her. They were not mean, condescending, anything of the sort. It was just like a regular interview. interview. They might as well have been interviewing Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. You know, and she's just like, it turns like, me on. She's like, it turns me on. I really like having sex with them. And then, and then at one point she's like, you know, you should be my scene partner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, do you have any, uh, pull in who gets cast as your leading man? Would you right. like to be my leading man in my right. next movie? I mean, yeah. it's great. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like, you know, I think that if it was somebody I wasn't attracted to, I could just, I could figure out a way to make it work. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, but like I said, in the seventies, like there was a that there there was this period of time referred to as the golden age of porn, also known as porno chic, and it was a time period when porn stars were not treated like they are today, right. <laughs> or even in the eighties. You know, fuck you, Reagan. <clears throat> but in the seventies, I mean, it was like. They were treated with respect. They were revered. They were respected. You know, they had, their movies were released in theaters. Yes, they were adult theaters, but they were still theaters nonetheless. There was some sort of a red carpet treatment that they had. It was very different. So Mindy decides to go on a job interview. And when she goes on the job interview, she ends up on the subway. Yep. And it is just pandemonium. (laughs) It is just one, you know... Foaming at the mouth freak show after the other. Yep. So so she she gets out of the subway alive and goes home. Yeah. Only to be attacked by Rose. Right. Eh, yeah, that was sad. Yeah, so. So, like I would have I could have lost, you know, Velma maybe yeah. on the subway and right. been like, oh, oh that's, that's all right. That's heroic you know, way to go. Yeah. You know. Like but, that's what you get for helping your friends. Right. But don't do that. But Rose. But yeah, the Rose attacking her. That's really when I was like, Aww. really now not rooting for Scorpion. Not rooting for Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not rooting for Rose. Yeah. I, before then, I was just like, all right, you know, you stabbed a drunk shepherd, honey pack, mm-hmm. and, you know, a cow, but it made you sick. You know, Smooth Eddie, we, oh, he was probably, yeah, he was probably a serial killer on the back end. 
I don't know, though. Were there serial killers in the 70s in Canada? No, no, no. In in America, I know. We were like, it's wall to wall. But like in Canada? I'm sure that they were there. Just people didn't believe it because Canadians are so nice. But serial killers (laughs) must have said, everybody in Canada is so nice. I'm going to get like a real long run. They're probably in a retirement home There probably was some kind of zodiac weirdness going on there that we didn't know about. For sure. Oh, my God. Smooth Eddie was a serial killer. That's right. Like, I just, I chalked him up. Lloyd was he was an odd duck yep yeah so like I was kind of team Rose I was like mm-hmm. all right, I get you're infecting people and you're a scorpion but you know like let, let's your boyfriend's a douchebag oh, so burn God. it to the ground lady such a douchebag <coughs> did you hear that no <coughs> there it is again oh no now I hear it oh it's shout out time yay shout outs okay so we're gonna we're going to do our shout outs. Um, and it's it's coincidental, not really, that um, my shout out this week is going to be for the Canadian podcast, Talking Back. They are a wonderful podcast and they are hosted by two of the most, just the nicest two Canadian brothers I think I've ever met virtually and have been very, very supportive of this podcast and very, very supportive of me while I try to get it off the ground. So, you guys, Talking Back, great podcast. All right. And can you please let us know if you have Jack Shacks in Quebec? Yes, that's very important. Hillary would like to know if, in fact, there are, um, (laughs) there there are porno theaters, uh, Porno shops and or serial killers in 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 uh, in the Canadian in, yeah in Canada okay uh, DM me <laughs> okay so unfortunately this movie has to wrap itself up so everyone's dead at this point yeah pretty much except for Hart and Rose uh huh and and so Rose Hart Hart goes to Mindy's yeah uh, because he uh, that's where he's gonna pick up uh, Rose and. Seems like so much time went by. It, it really right, does. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna go get Rose. I'm like, oh, it's four hours Christmas, late, you know? and yeah. then like, how where does everybody yeah. live? You know. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's no timeline. Geography when it comes to Canada, so I don't know if it's like, did they drive from? Did they literally drive from like Toronto to Quebec to Montreal? Are the are those even in the same area? Like, I don't know. <laughs> It'd be different if we were like. Oh, I'm driving from Brandon to Riverview and Tampa to, you know, West Tampa to Carrollwood to St. Pete or whatever. I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, right. So, an hour, you know? But I feel like Hart and Mindy live in the same building, but that's just me. It literally looks <laughs> like there were four locations. Yeah! And a street. Like, like it was like four locations and then like a highway. Yeah. That's kind of what it looks like. So Straight highway. Straight highway. Yeah. Just a total highway. Oh, meanwhile, the farmer, uh, I forgot to add, the farmer uh, who is now infected and is one of one of the many uh, people that goes and infects everybody else, ends up at a diner on the side of the road. Yeah. Where, he, where somebody orders a chicken and he's like, I'm hungry. And he just grabs this person's, what I guess is a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Grabs this person's rotisserie chicken and starts eating it. And the guy whose chicken he grabs is like, hey, buddy, that's my chicken. Like, yeah. doesn't, it's not like, it was, he that doesn't was one of the beat best. him. Right. Doesn't beat him up. Doesn't no. curse him out. Doesn't stab him. No, it was He's very just like, just like, I'm very disappointed that you took my chicken. <laughs> 
probably. You know, that the, the diner truck stop rotisserie chicken Ooh, that's God. so very popular. Right. On the, you know, greasy spoon diner. Right. I'll take one entire chicken, please. Oh, yeah. It's a like, chicken special. No, sir. I believe that is my chicken yeah. and you have commandeered it. Yeah. Please give it back. So anyway, he doesn't. He ends no. up biting the waitress on the arm. Yep. So she gets infected yep. and then the whole diner's infected, basically. When we wrap up the movie, uh, like I said, there's just Hart and Rose. Hart comes to the apartment, finds basically Rose feeding on Mindy. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, it's you. It was you the whole time. Yeah, maybe if you had shown up when I called you the first night. Right. And then she Loser. does pretty much what all of us wanted to do at this in this movie, which was just beat the shit out of heart. He, she throws him down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, but, like, he never really seems hurt either. No. Yeah, like, she's walloping him, and he's right. just like, I can't believe it's you. Right. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe you're, you're the one who did everything. You, you've hurt so many people. Man. And she's like, it's your fault. And okay. that was oh, great. Her acting is yeah. top notch. Oh, she's like, it's you. It was your fault. You did this to me. And I was like, you did. We're right. Yeah, he did. So she throws him down the stairs. She decides that, according to the news, and I remember this because one of the newscasts said that if the person who initially started the virus gets attacked, they won't die. Yep. So she decides to test that theory. Obviously. Only logical thing. Okay, absolutely. And she basically looking for Mr. Goodbar's a rando. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, why she doesn't stick with Velma. I, I don't know why she couldn't just find some, or, or you know, like, I don't Velma's know. Velma's gonna turn in right? like 10 minutes. Might as well, yeah. yeah. Let her get her just dessert. She goes to his apartment, I guess? Cause they're... Oh, right. No, 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 no. Does she meet him down in the lobby? Oh, in the lobby. Yeah. And then, like, let's go upstairs and oh, quarantine right. together. Right, because he's like, he's like, I don't even live here anymore. I just come here to get my mail. And yeah. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. My girl pal lives upstairs. Her name is Mindy. And he's like, cool. And then, anyway, whatever. So they go back up to his apartment. And she... Hugs him. Hugs him. And she decides to call Hart. Don't ask me why. Because uh, she, she loves him. I don't know why we love people like Hart, but we. So she calls. So she calls Hart, and she's like, "I I brought a guy home, and I you know bit him, and and now or not bit him, whatever. I infected him, and now I'm gonna see if if um if he'll if he's gonna attack me or if I'm gonna whatever the fuck it is that she's trying to babble about. Yeah. Okay. And he's like. That's the dumbest fucking plan right. ever. He goes, he's yeah. like, Rose! He's like, you're gonna get killed! And she's like... And then she... And then apparently, like, she just turns around and this dude turns immediately and is basically gonna kill her. Yeah. And she's like, I'm scared! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid! Yeah. Click. Yeah. And then the last shot of this movie is Garbage Men... Throwing her body onto a pile of garbage. Yep. The end. So, I don't know. I think Cronenberg is just saying that people are completely disposable. (laughs) Yeah. People are trash. People are disposable and trash. And I think it's also kind of like a, you know, nice try asshole kind of thing. Because 
the she doctors has an asshole in tried. Her yeah, because she has an asshole. <laughs> in her but because the doctors tried to, you know, they were like, "Oh, we're going to use this special thing that we've never used before on this person, and it may it'll work out. It'll be okay." And it's like the universe is like, "Nice try, asshole." I don't think so, you know. And then. So then should they have just, like, let her die? Because, you know, according to Rooftop Lady. Right. She's going to be, she was not going to make it to the hospital far, far away. So are some people just not worth saving? Well. Think about that. That's a good question. But think about, well, no, but think about how people view people that have gotten sick. You know, with that whole, like, well, you know, they're going to die anyway. You know, or, or, well, I'll just let them, you know, because, you know, we can't save them because they're immunocompromised anyway, right? And it's like, that attitude is what makes it possible for shit like this to happen, you know? <clears throat> but, would it have been better had she not had the surgery? I don't know. I mean, and are we sure that the plastic surgery was what's caused armpit vagina? Right. Armpit, asshole, armpit, cock. anus, yeah. cat, cock, anus, thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, there's, you know, saved by the letter, and then it's all downhill. It's so confusing to me, because on the one hand, I enjoy this movie, because it's weird, and it's yeah. 70s, and it's rainy, So 70s, which and, is fantastic. And it's Canadian, and everyone's nice to each other, and it's very strange. And the character, like, like the characters that are not like, okay, like, heart sucks, okay. Oh, yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, Rose was cool. Judy in the hot tub, I was still, like, I was pro-Judy. Right. I totally digged Velma Mindy. Yeah. Uh, jogging sucks guy i, I still want to see i wish his that movie. guy would come back right yeah. like there uh-huh. were just so many bizarre even the drunk honey pie shepherd Ooh. like as creepy as he was like i enjoyed his character he was to be creepy he was bleeding from his eyes yeah and like <laughs> in sunglasses i was just like i enjoy these characters so everybody had like their part of just like I totally dig what you're right. doing and where you are and the scenery, right. and then the plot just had me going, wait, what? Yes, it's almost like I could see this movie playing in like a midnight movie where people dressed up as the characters. Yes. Yeah, but then like nobody gives a fuck about the plot. Right. Yeah. No. Like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. Like what Sh- plot? Yeah. Show it at midnight. I don't know. And, yeah. I mean... You just dress up as, you know, jogging suck sweatshirt guy. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it's weird because it's like... Oh, I, we should open one of those. A jogging suck sweatshirt guy place? <laughs> I was thinking, like, a, a midnight, midnight movie, movie theater. theater where you could just, you know, dress up like your favorite B characters, but, you well, know, whatever. Well, that is actually a fantastic idea. Yeah. I miss... I do. I, I miss those, like, all-night places that had those types of things that where we could actually do that. Like, yeah. Beach Theater has been closed for so long. And Let's call them. All those places are, you know, it would be great if you could just buy an old theater and, like, fix it up and, you know, do a do a movie thought. Like in Popcorn. Remember Popcorn? I do remember Popcorn. I fucking love Popcorn. Yeah. We're doing that on the show. Okay. That's going to be a deep dive. Because okay. it's a gr- it's such a great movie and it has so many great characters in it and I think I've mentioned it twice on the show now. <laughs> so I have to do we have to do it now. Stay tuned for popcorn. Right, um, Hillary and I are definitely going to be tackling uh, Reform School Girls. That's what oh yeah, we've got a lot to talk about with that because we've got a humongous cast and we've got 
soundtrack and we've got everything to do with that. So it, that's going to be fun. So let's see, final thoughts on Rabid. I do love it. I didn't see the remake. So there's a remake made by the Soska sisters, which apparently really got bad reviews, but like bad, not bad critic reviews, but like bad, like people reviews, like right. they didn't like it. <clears throat> so, but I've never seen American Mary or any of their other movies. So I can't really like say, you know, like, oh, I'm a Soska sister fan. <laughs> like, so, so I don't know. I don't know. Would you like American Mary? Um, I don't remember American Mary. Okay. I know that I saw it because when you said it, I went, oh, and now I'm just picturing the box cover in box my head. Box cover. Yeah. And I went. Exactly. I got nothing past that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe yeah. I was just, you know, high, <laughs> drunk or something, you know, and it like played somewhere. Mm. Or maybe I really didn't <laughs> like it and my brain blocked it out. Yeah. Or maybe I just saw the box cover and just said, I'm going to watch that one And then never did. Yeah, and then never did. Got busy with my bikering activities. What's what's funny, Marilyn Chambers used to have um, a driver, uh, um, a license plate that said NAIOU. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, she was in recovery. Oh. I mean, I don't know if she stayed necessarily, but... That was a big thing where she gave, uh, she gave like an interview to the newspaper and she talked about how she had gotten remarried and how she had gotten sober and how, you know, and she talked about NA and she talked about that and that, that was her, her license plate. And I was like, oh my God, that's Good so for cool. you, Marilyn. I know. I know. Rest in peace, queen. Queen. Oh man. Right. Well, that is it. Thank you for coming by. Absolutely. I love coming <laughs> here and talking about these movies. Yay. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Dress them up with Heinz ketchup. Ketchup loves potatoes. Ketchup loves potatoes.